let's talk about this workbook. What I want to achieve is that we make sure that you're ready from the outset. And remember that it's for nutritionists as well as naturopaths and herbalists. It's not just one or the other. Everything I do includes a nutrition factor because I believe, deeply, deeply believe that nutrition is the basis of what we all do. So I make sure that we talk about nutritional supplements as well as herbals. So I try at all times to cover everything because I deeply believe that nutrition is so much to do with our health and digesting that nutrition is one of the biggest things. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Welcome back to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. Well, what have I got for you? What have I got today is let's do a workbook together. So if you pop to my website, geraldineheadley.podia.com, and you go to the wait list for, what does it say here? It says the wait list for the Graduate Mastery Program. So that's on the top bar, or if you're on your phone, there's three little lines and you can do the drop down and there's a PDF download there for you. And I thought we should work through that today so that you really know what it's all about and its purpose. So I'd love you to join the waitlist and all pet everybody on the waitlist list I'll contact you and we can catch up. But let's talk about this workbook. So with the Graduate Mastery Program now, what I want to achieve is that we make sure that you're ready from, you know, from the outset. Okay, so you're going to get the CPD because you're going to get lots of education that you didn't have in college, so pediatrics and some women's health. We're going to be going through education, how to use PubMed, researching for practice. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to go through. And remember that it's for nutritionists as well as naturopaths and herbalists. It's not just one or the other. Everything I do includes a nutrition factor because I believe, deeply, deeply believe that nutrition is the basis of what we all do. So I make sure that we talk about nutritional supplements as well as herbals. So I try at all times to cover everything because I deeply believe that nutrition is so, so much to do with our health and digesting that nutrition is one of the biggest things. So, you know, when your clients, you know, their fingernails aren't any good or whatever it is, and you're like, well, you're bloating, you're not digesting. How can you get the good stuff that you need through to your hair and nails if you're not digesting properly? It all starts in the gut, as you all know. You're sitting there going, yeah, Jordan, get on with it. You're preaching to the converted. We already know that. But I just wanted to double check. I've got lots of nutritionists in my programs, as well as naturopaths and herbalists and practitioners. So now, hopefully by now, you've got your download. And if you're anything like me, you've either A, printed it out, or B, put it on your iPad. I use this wicked little app. Oh my goodness, what's it called? I'm going to have to close the app to figure out what it's called. Notability. I use this wicked little app, Notability. Oh, it's just asked me to review it. Obviously, it can hear me. And I put it into Notability, and then I can write as I'm listening, and I use that all the time. So with the Graduate Mastery Program, just this is your pre-stuff so that we know where we're going. Okay, so you've downloaded it. Hopefully, I've given you enough time to get there, race in there, download it. If not, don't worry, keep walking or doing what you're doing, and you can download it later. And you'll know what I'm talking about. It'll be self explanatory because you will have heard it. So, on our first page, actually, the first page is title page, isn't it? Second page, just some simple questions, some things that you really need to think about, you know, and 
What are your other resources? Because do you want to work part or full time? And this is a big question because there's a number of portions in this. When we think about the fact you're working for yourself, so there's nobody else, you know, there's not a background, well, there might be a background job, but if you have got a background job, then you know that that background job pays into your superannuation, it gives you holidays, it gives you sick leave, gives you all of the things, maternity leave, whereas your own job doesn't do that. So what I always say is look at the amount you want to earn over the year and divide it by 40. Because if you divide it by 40 weeks, I mean, you might be intending to work you know, only have four weeks off a year. So of course, you know, at 52 minus four, we're going to be looking at 48 weeks. So you think, well, why aren't I dividing up by 48? That doesn't take into account any sick leave, doesn't take into account any emergencies, any care that you've got to give to others. So I say, look at how much you want to earn and divide it by 40, because then you're able to go, okay, can I spread this over the year? You know, have I got that emergency blanket happening? Have I got a bank account to which I'm putting my earnings like how much I pay myself, my own salary? Do I have a bank account, savings account, so that I can save for the mortgage and then that savings account then becomes an offset account that I'm offsetting my mortgage interest? So do I want to work part or full-time? Because, I mean, so many of us mothers, and we've got small children, you can really only work part-time if you're caring for others. Or you might be a carer. I know a number of my mentees are carers for their elderly parents, which means you can't work full-time because you're caring for others. And that's part of what we're doing as a caring profession. But it's a caring profession that has to earn you money it's a job too it's not just something I mean it is something we're doing for love we found a job that gives you know that we have a passion for that we really want to succeed in that we want to share this you know preaching to the conversion again I'm sure you're all listening to this going yes you know I want to share everything I've learned with everyone get on with it but we have to make sure that we're paying ourselves otherwise we just get dragged down so we need to look at that and some people are oh that naturopath is so expensive well maybe that naturopath has actually worked out that to have superannuation to earn money as a salary so that they can go on holiday and so to cover their sick leave and their benefits they actually have to charge that much it's not that they're ripping anybody off. It's that is the baseline for the amount of work they're doing, the amount of research and everything else they're covering. So that's something we really need to think about. Okay. So are you going to be part or full-time? Divide that desired income by 40 or the current income by 40. Now, do you want to mix your occupations? Now, a lot of people are like, oh, that's all I want to do. I just want to do the one thing. And that's fantastic. But what I found is over the years that I can't just do the one occupation I love doing other things I am a bright shiny object kind of girl and so that means that I like a variety so for a long time so I nursed I left New Zealand and I traveled and I had the best time and I was working in pubs and restaurants and I ran restaurants and I ran pubs and I had the best time in the UK and then I trained to be a nurse in the UK and then when I whilst I was in my nurse training in Cardiff in Wales one of the nurse educators said something about She'd had an operation and she'd been in pain. And there's a whole story behind it, but she was also a natural therapist and she'd ended up giving, I think it was homeopathics to people in the ward, other people in her situation. And that ward lost its teaching registration and things like that. All sorts of things happened as a background to that conversation. But it was really interesting. And I was like, wow, there's other things out there other than medicine. How, ooh, really? And um, of course, my diet was lousy in the UK. I was drinking beer and I was eating chips, chips and curry sauce. Oh, thinking about it now. Anyway, so I was younger then. I was younger and I was a nurse. And we used to go into town and there was nurses night in the pubs and we didn't have to pay. And they wouldn't let us buy drinks. They'd make everyone buy drinks for us. It was great. She said, have your nursing idea with you? I don't know. If they still do it. They're, oh, it's great fun. 
Anyway, do you want to mix your occupations? Because it might be you don't want to leave your old occupation. It might be that you really enjoy your old occupation. So I was a nurse for a long time. I trained to be a naturopath and I carried on nursing because I really enjoyed my occupation. I really enjoyed the sameness and yet the complete difference, the you know, the intensity and you know, all that adrenaline when I was on working as a nurse. Loved it. I was drunk on adrenaline a lot of the time. And so it might be you don't want to leave your old job. It might be that you really enjoy parts of it. And if you were able to do parts of that job and able to work in your natural therapy business part-time, then that would work brilliantly for you. So think about how is it, you know, are you going to mix your occupations? The only thing I would say is that your other occupation can't have homework. So, and I say that because with nursing, I would finish my shift and I would come home. I'd work, I'd work like you wouldn't believe while I was there, but then I would finish I would ride home. I would sort of detox my mind on the cycle home. I would get home. If I had to talk about it, I would talk about it. But that was how I, you know, processed the day. And then that was it. That was the end of my day. Although I was utterly exhausted, I didn't then have work to do. I hadn't brought work home with me. And I think that's the important part is if you do have two occupations, because as a naturopath, a nutritionist, a herbalist, natural therapist, you've got homework. You know, you're in there on PubMed, you're studying, you're researching. So you really have to think, what is it, you know, like I can't have two lots of homework. So the other job can't have homework. So teaching full time and trying to be a natural therapist on the side is really difficult. You've got a lot of marking to do. You've got class. You've got to sort out your classes for the next day. You've got to make sure you've got everything ready to go. So it's really hard to do that part-time teaching or being at what in South Australia they call an SSO, so a support worker in the classroom. Both of those bring with them a reduced workload, in which case your natural therapy can be seeing the client and studying as well. But you can't have all this additional workload coming home with you. You know, and do you want to work with others or do you want to work alone? Now that's a big one. Most of us come out and we end up working by ourselves. And that can be a really tough gig. And that's why I've developed the graduate mastery program. It was just called the graduate program, but others have decided to use that name for their courses now, which is a good thing, I guess, because it means they've realized the value of what I do and copying is the greatest form of flattery. So, you know, more kudos to them. But, you know, I started the graduate program and now called the graduate mastery program because I realized just what it was like coming out into a world where there's no one. You know, imagine getting the support that nurses get when they qualify or physiotherapists or anybody else get when they qualify. That's not, we don't get that as natural therapists. You just get kicked out the door, off you go, figure it out. You know, here in Australia, so in the UK we didn't. In the last six months of our training, we ran the ward and we did everything. So I was ready, sort of ready to come out and get on with it. Not brilliantly ready, but sort of ready. Whereas in Australia, they have one year being in a graduate program, which is why I named it what I named it and so that one year when they came out meant that they would be in different places in the hospital they rotated through different areas and they had the support they needed because they were always with someone and I think that's really important it's what we don't get in natural therapies and why I developed the graduate mastery program which opens its doors again next year on the 12th of February so you know do you want to work with others do you want to work alone if you want to work with others who are those others going to be you're going to look around for a room you know you're going to need to discuss all these options with someone and that's part of the course you know you can discuss where you're going this one-on-ones with me throughout the course so and there's all the different environments and they're listed there and are you going to work online or in person now obviously 2020 has been a bit special 
like that, hasn't it? We've been, you know, in rooms, out of rooms, with masks, without masks, you know, it's like a little cha-cha, isn't it, really? And But that has developed the online space for practitioners, and that has broadened the space in which you can see people. So, you know, I see people from all over the world. I've got people from all over the world in my mentoring groups in the academy and on my 90-day program, and that's absolutely brilliant because all of these things are transferable, and it doesn't matter as long as I'm probably a Commonwealth country, I should say, is because we understand we have the same base sort of legal stuff so it's much easier for me to deal with people who are in commonwealth countries in some other countries should i say so you know and are you going to work with someone are you going to work independently and when i say that is you know it might be you're a nutritionist and you've got a friend who's a naturopath and she or he doesn't like particularly doing meal plans or anything like that and you as a nutritionist love doing meal plans so you can sort of imagine yourself working really well with someone else and setting out a program that would work brilliantly together so that you are supplying your client with everything they need within a program then the next page is this one is the imagine and in numerous places and all over the place you can listen to the visualization and because where do you want to see yourself in five ten fifteen years from now what is it you want to be doing so i didn't know i've got you know I didn't know that I would end up working online when you know 15 years ago I'd qualified as a naturopath well, bit before that but close enough to 15 years ago it's around it so and I, I was actually putting it off I was putting off becoming a naturopath 15 years ago and um, I was only seeing people and I wasn't charging them I was going oh I'll do it next year I'll do it next year I'll do it next year I'll just see my friends for now or just people that asked me and then people that asked me became more and more and more and then finally one of the people that asked me and I said oh no which has you she said that's ridiculous Geraldine let's get you sorted and let's just do this and then you can see me for free because I'm going to sort your systems out come on this is what I did in the UK and so she helped me out to actually do it 15 years ago so but 15 years ago I had no vision that I would have a podcast were there podcasts 15 years ago they probably were but um it would have been difficult for me to create one did I think that I would be running groups 15 years ago I knew I'd be educating in some way or other because of course all my nurse training and part of my nurse training was teaching in the practice setting. It was an English National Board course that I did. And it's all about educating others, you know, teaching them your skills. And that's what I do. And that's what I bring into my teaching. It's very different to being a teacher because it's all very practical. It's like, you know, and it's very much mind mapping and in my brain, not necessarily having the mind map written out. Not everybody mind maps in the same way. And that's something I've discovered over the years. So just saying this is the way we're going to do it is not the way to do it. But I didn't imagine 15 years ago that I would be here. What I did imagine 15 years ago was that I would be in a really big practice, you know, treating lots and lots of people. And 10 years ago, that's what I was achieving in my own home. So I had a big practice in my own home and um, I was seeing exactly the right number of people for me. I was working it out over the 40 weeks, as I've said to you before, you know, and I was, but the money, I was spending a lot of money because the money that I was bringing, my husband works very hard, he works very long hours. So I had small children 10 years ago or children that needed lots of running around, I should say. I had a 10 years ago, they were 10 and 7. So I, you know, I was running them around all over the place. So I could only fit in what I could fit in. So I had the maximum practice I could have at the time. Um, I had people on programs and I was loving it. So, you know, I could, where I was at the 10-year point, I'd definitely imagined that. Is 15-year point? No. 
I had not imagined that, that I, like anyone else, we hadn't imagined 2020. I used to watch those apocalypse, if something actually happened like that, how would we behave? Isn't it interesting? Lots of those people in those movies have behaved the same way as they would have. So back to the book. So where do you see yourself? 5, 10, 15 years from now? And what has gone well for you in the past? Now, you might think, well, what is the point of that question? What has gone well for me in the past? Well, that's you know, what are you good at? What's gone well for you in the past? It might be that you were really good coaching, you know, you you coached at school and you helped with teams and you were really good at that. And it might be that you need to develop a coaching program for your client because we look back at the past and go, what was I good at? If I could think of things that I was good at, how can I extrapolate those things over into my business now? Okay, so that's why we want to know, you know, what's gone well for you in the past? What is it that what systems worked for you? How could you have developed that? How could you swap it into what you're doing now? You know, what inspiration and skills can you draw from prior learning? And that's part of that, isn't it? It's like, well, I was a nurse. So, of course, I'm bringing all of that stuff, all of that prior learning into my naturopathy and nutrition and my herbalism. Of course I am. And my hypnotherapy, you know, and imagine all of the ways you can bring all of this information into, you know, into practice now. And then what does this all look like for you? Like, you know, and really, I'm a dot point type of girl, you know, I haven't given you a whole heck of a lot of space, you might want to write more than that. But at the same time, just remember, it's the dot points that we read, we don't read the long, long paragraphs. So the next thing is what motivates you? I've turned the page by the way. Uh, What motivates you? What keeps you strong? And who supports you emotionally and financially? So, you know, when we start out, we do need some financial support, but we do not want to go into debt. I have never, ever gone into debt with my business. Everything that I purchase, I've purchased out of monies that I've earned. I do not have a credit card. I have a debit card. So I can't buy anything unless I have the money. And that keeps me motivated. That keeps me really motivated. And then when I get to a certain amount in my account, I transfer the money straight out and into the offset account. So it's not there for me to look at and go, oh, what can I buy? Oh, how exciting. I might just buy an additional something or other. I might just got another course. No. So no, I really make sure that I'm removing any, I have my business account and I have a savings account attached because I already had a savings account and I opened a business account. And um, and then I've got the other bank where monies can go to offset. So my tax and my salary go into the offset account. So you meant to have a separate tax account. I do know that, but we don't remove money from the offset account. So, and it's all sort of cataloged in there. So it's not really a big deal for tax. So um, the other thing it asks you in here is who do you look up to? Mentors, professionals, cool people. And what learnings have you got from them? What can you see that's good and bad from them? So, you know, I hope that because you're listening to me, you look up to me and you think, wow, you know, she's got loads to share and loads to give. And so I'm going to go and give her a five-star review, subscribe, follow and share it with everyone. I'll just whisper that into your subconscious there. But what is it that makes you think, yeah, Geraldine can teach me stuff. What is it that other mentors, you know, other really cool people and professionals, you look at them and you go, oh, they're so, maybe so organized. Or maybe what is it about them? Okay. What is it that you see from them? You think, yeah, yeah, that motivates me. And I could then use that system or that skill or whatever it is in business. Okay. In, or in my business, I should say. And what do you enjoy doing the most? Now, that's really important because you enjoyed something about naturopathy and nutrition. That's why you studied it. Chances are you did do this straight out of school or if you did there was a reason there was a real 
health reason that you did it straight from school. But the majority of people who go into natural therapies have had a life event. They've had an illness or something's happened to them. For me, it was just, it wasn't. My daughter, I think, got eczema, but I don't think that was really a defining moment. I just got into it because it, I sort of fell into the classes and it was just super interesting. That's another story. Anyway, but what is it you enjoy doing the most? Because what is it that you can give someone else to do? So that woman who originally came in and helped me out, she was like, you know, she was like, your files need sorting out. And she helped me to organize a decent filing system. Then she said, you know, what is it? You know, I haven't organized anyone. Um, and then she said, you know, what about your accounts? Where are you keeping those? She then organized my accounts drawer, but then realized just how much I hated doing it. She said, you need to do it every single week and set a time for it. I still hated it. Years and years I hated my accounts. Absolutely loathed them. And I would avoid them. I filed them all nicely so that I could then hand them off to the accountant. But I still had to do that work and I still hated it beyond anything. And then two years ago I just decided enough's enough. And I got myself a bookkeeper. That was one of the best investments. My cleaner and my bookkeeper are the two people that keep me sane, I reckon. And two years ago I got a VA as well. And maybe three years ago, I got my book and two years ago, I got my VA. And they have just helped me massively to do the things that I don't enjoy doing so that I can be here with you talking so that I can be online. I can do training Tuesday and strictly education and support. I can be creating the webinar that I've got formulating in my mind about PubMed and how to organize and how to discover what you need to discover and create the not protocols because I don't like protocols in our business. So to create those things. So I've got this formulating in my head. I've got an old webinar that just needs some spruiking and doing up because it was a short webinar and it needs to be a full educational webinar so I can't wait to spruik that up I've just had some mind-bending ideas bright shiny object ideas but not really because it's a webinar I already have that needs updating so you know I've got time to do that because I've got people doing the jobs that I don't want to do but often there's someone in your house who doesn't mind doing you know the um so when I was doing them my husband's so busy he works so many long long hours but I would say to him you have to help me now I'm at the end of the financial year and I have to separate out all of this paperwork and make sure that it's all in one place so he would say okay let's do it now and he'd sit down with me and we'd just go through it now if he wasn't working so many long hours it might be that he would be the perfect choice I could say could you just spend you know an hour a fortnight just helping me sort this out and I would have got it done you know that kids I got them and I had to put all of everybody's email addresses up into a mail delivery system an email delivery system I got the kids to do it so come on I'll pay you you have to sit there and type in all the email addresses and then separate them out you have to do this that and the other thing and they were my son was 15 I think my daughter was 12 so like five six years ago that they did it and they just sat there and they just went through it so they weren't very old but I paid them and they were thrilled and they didn't mind doing it at all to get some cash so these are the things you know what can you palm off what can you get other people to do for you then the next page is about setting smart goals and in college you will have gone through smart goals a lot but there's a nice reminder here so smart goals are specific measurable attainable relevant and time bound so or you can think about them as being significant, meaningful, action-oriented, rewarding, and trackable. Now, I don't know who thought up either of those you know, word systems. No idea. But they are just perfect. And I prefer the second set, the significant, meaningful, action-oriented, rewarding, and trackable. Because with your SMART goal relevant, that's great. has to be relevant. But if it's rewarding, 
it just makes us want to do it, doesn't it? Time bound, yeah, well, you know, that means there's an end goal there. Great, thanks a lot. But when it's trackable, that means that we've got this longer vision. So I do prefer the second set of words instead. But, you know, our goals, they need to be stated in a positive way. They need to be precise. We need to prioritize and we need to write them down. So I do love my diary. I use the Passion Planner, but there are thousands of different diaries out there. And often in the groups, people will be comparing their goal diaries and their systems. And it's really worth having a look around. At my last retreat, we used the pages from the Passion Planner because you can get you can download them for free. I buy the books every year. I love them. Beautiful, lovely to write in. So that's what I use. I certainly I don't have an affiliate link for them I just think you just go and get them and worth it well worth it and then you've got something to write in so you can write them on the plain page I've given you here or if you've downloaded from the passion planner you'll be able to get them from there so please go and go into Podia so go to my account obviously nobody else's geraldineheadley.podia.com and it's just forward slash waitlist dash gmp or you can just go into geraldineheadley.podia.com and it's on the top bar as the wait list for the graduate mastery program and so that starts on the 12th of February and we're really going to be looking at you know you in practice because you're getting four one-on-ones with me so the first one's an hour and the other ones are half an hour and then if you join up ahead of time or right on the first day that carts open you'll get an additional one-on-one with me as a bonus there'll be a number of other bonuses as well and that everyone will get so if you sign up beforehand then you'll get all the bonuses so you know it's people miss out on bonuses but you know those ones who sign up before definitely get the bonuses of the one-on-one with me there'll be checklists there'll be swipe file there'll be all of the brilliant stuff that you need in your clinic because you know if you're not feeling confident like I wasn't, I sure wasn't all those years ago when I qualified. I took a year to start, you know, I, oh, well, I won't start yet. Well, I won't really start. I'll just see all these people for free or I'll just practice. I just need to finish all this paperwork. I just need to make sure I've got this stuff. And I just left it and left it. Whereas the second round, I think, of the graduate um, mastery program that I held, one of the girls, Sarah, she joined before she qualified. So that meant that she had her system set up and ready to go as soon as she qualified. And it meant that she could then qualify, finish her exams. She was with me, but she took a holiday. So you must take a holiday when you qualify. She took a holiday and it meant that she didn't immediately burn out. So it's really, really important, you know, that you've got your clinic set up, ready to go. And that, you know, you're not overwhelmed with everything and you're not overthinking those clients because you've got within the graduate program, we talk about your clients. We're not talking about your clients. We're talking about my clients. And those first few webinars are pediatric focused. So we're really talking about pediatrics in that first month and a half. And then we're moving over to women's health. But it's really really supportive of you because we're talking about your clients what's going on with you you can break down your clients in the group and we can really talk about them you know we're going to streamline those systems for everybody when they do everybody in the course because we've got these one-on-ones so we can find out where everybody is where they're at what they're doing and make sure that their systems are set up for them because we all want to do different things don't we you know it might be that you want to really focus on programs rather than as many one-on-ones so that's going to be completely brilliant for you because as part of the graduate mastery program you're automatically in the academy and on the 23rd of may we've got a day in the academy so all the academy members and the graduate mastery program members and people who are in the 90 day program if they happen to be in the 90 day 
program at that time, uh, people who are in my next level program, they're all invited to this one day. And we're going to work through from start to finish developing everybody's program. So rather than me running a course, it's going to be a day and we're just going to sit down and make sure that everybody has got everything worked out from start to finish planned. You won't have it or let you done but you'll certainly have it planned and that is the point of that one so yeah you can join the academy if you're not into the graduate program if that's not your thing the you know 2021 is going to be a new and different year for us all and so that's why I've changed the graduate mastery program ever so slightly it was a year-long program there were more lectures whereas this one is more focused on yes there's still a lecture set yes you still get CPD CPE whatever you want to call it but you're going everybody's going to get more one-on-one time with me because it's something I I've really noticed with my 90-day group, or they're not a group, they're 90-day participants, and that the, it's very focused. They need that focus. And so I think this is going to be an absolute game changer with the Graduate Mastery Program. Are the individualized appointments as well as the group sessions, and we've got the bonus sessions. Then towards the end, we move into a next level group. And that's really exciting because my next level group has been running, it started just after the first graduate program finished because people in the graduate program were like, well, where do we talk about our clients now, Geraldine? What do we do? So we went into the next level group and we talk about clients in there. We talk about all things to do with everybody's business, what they're doing, where they're going, what they're trying to achieve. And there's a real focus to what they're doing. And so we're actually going to go into our own next level group within the graduate mastery program so that there's that understanding of that mastermind system that you're masterminding within that group and it's absolutely brilliant way of doing it so and of course you're a member of the academy you get all of the things if you join the graduate mastery program and everything's recorded i record everything everybody gets to go and watch everything again and again and you have lifetime access when i say lifetime if something becomes out of date i have to remove it because it's clinical so if something turns out to be wrong it's got to go. So you ha- But I will always tell everybody when things are changing. So like I had everything in Teachable and then I moved it to Podia. So I tried my best to tell everybody in Teachable that the stuff had moved to Podia and I'm still getting emails. And I go, ah, oh, I just sort of go and look at something and I can't access it. I'm like, oh, no, because I moved it on. I used ClickFunnels for a while as well. And that's, oh. That was really clunky. Um, so there's a few people who are still looking for their things and click funnels going, well, where is it? I'm like, oh, I stopped using that. Like totally stopped using that months ago. So um, no, no, please come to Podia. So everything's in the one place now and everybody can watch the replays in there. There's Facebook groups, of course, attached to many of the things that I do so that there is a community. And so we can have, you know, I can do my trainings and they can be recorded into there. So obviously you have access to that for as long as Facebook allows long as Facebook decides they're still going to be as they are now. I can't guarantee anything there because I don't own that platform. But I do, obviously, with Podia, everything's there. Everybody gets to watch everything. Everybody gets to go through it. So please go and download from the waitlist, the Graduate Mastery Program, download this workbook and the Graduate Mastery Workbook so that you can really start fleshing out some of this information ahead of time. There's a big intake form when you join so that I really know where you're going so I know what your goals are. So it's a really good idea if you flesh some of those goals out already before I speak to you and before you join the group. I think it's really important that we have business goals, but we also have business values that we know who we're focusing or targeting. And that can be within a niche. So we do talk about the niche. It's really hard to figure out a niche when we start out. And it's just as hard to figure out a niche when you've been in practice as long as I have. So now I know who I don't see, not, you know, so I have a very specific, no, I don't see that. 
I don't look after those people and I refer them on. And other people, it's just, uh, well, now I'm not seeing very many people at all. I am seeing people, I'm seeing all my returns, and some people do choose to see me, but I'm just referring on the majority of them to other practitioners who would suit them better now because I want to focus on you guys, you guys that are listening. I love the fact that I'm here with you doing what you're doing. What are you doing? So when I listen to podcasts, I walk in the morning. So three mornings a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I walk with my husband. He walks to work and that's about 12 Ks. No, it's a bit less than that. It's about 10K walk, I think, for him to get to work. And so I walk sort of halfway, then turn around and come back. And on my walk back, which is about 4Ks, something like that, I put on my podcast. And so I listen to my podcast. I don't listen to me on my podcast. I listen to me now. (laughs) It's come out, okay. I don't listen to me as I'm working, as I'm walking, sorry. And then um, I do listen to them as I'm, you know, Sunday's my big podcast day. I love listening to podcasts. I wander around doing all the jobs. If there's jobs to do, often I will leave jobs to another day and I won't do them on a Sunday but I listen to podcasts as well on a Sunday and really love them uh, doing the dishes bring the laundry in when is it that, where, when am I in your ears that's really interesting one obviously some of them a couple of them have been meditations haven't they so hopefully when you're listening to those you're sitting somewhere safe and sound and you're not up to anything too exciting but anyway it's probably I'd say welcome in your ears because it is supposed to be the bite-sized podcast so I really look forward to our next interaction and being in your ears again soon please go and do the you know like follow give me five stars so that other people are then able to find me on their favorite podcasting channel so it's been brilliant talking to you and I hope you enjoy the rest of your your day afternoon evening and i'll see you soon thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes if you'd like even more support and learning then the academy is for you here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice bye for now